0: This is the Wizard's Night Shirt Podcast, Episode Four. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. I'm Will, and here with me are Rebecca. Hi. And Scott. Hello. At the Wizards Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. So every week, we review an episode of He-Man or She-Ra, and discuss everything from the script and voice acting, to Eternia Etheria fashions, and the logistics of Skeletor's plan. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 2, Beast Island. The original air date was September 10th, 1985. It was written by Larry D'Itilio. In this episode, He-Man, who is imprisoned on Beast Island, must convince Force Captain Adora to see for herself how bad the Horde really is, and how it rules Etheria. So we're we're starting in the Whispering Woods, right, with uh, with the witch. Oh uh, God, <laughs> she gets old pretty fast. Yes. Wizzle wuzzle, wuzzle wizzle, wizzle buzzle buzzle. Oh, dearie my. <laughs> that
1: measle, muzzle nonsense got so old so quickly and I'm like, I know this is your bit, but we need to cut that down by about 35% to make it tolerable.
0: She um, she's kind of like a Long Island witch, I guess. She's kind of got like the like the uh, Janine from Ghostbusters thing going on but without any charm. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> she... I I'm not I'm not a uh... Okay, her name is Madam. They just call her Madam. It was, was it Madam, Madam something? Yeah, it's like oh. Madam
0: Zaz or something. I don't remember. Oh, something like that. what it was. Yeah.
1: I'm trying not to remember anything about her. She was very irritating.
0: Well, I feel like my patience for magicians messing up is already kind of spent from Orko in the right? last episode that we listened to.
1: Why is everyone such a casual when it comes to magic over here?
0: Yeah, imagine if anybody who practiced magic actually had some sense; uh, right? they'd be very effective or or very dangerous.
1: Oh, that's ridiculous!
0: Well, I mean, thank God for that uh, sentient broom that she has with them, or they would be in a lot of trouble. Did she come? Surely she came with that little broom if you bought her character. And, I'm
1: sure. And
0: God help any kid who got help, got her for Christmas. How sad would that have been?
1: Yeah, that seems like not a very desirable toy. Like, if there was, I assume there was one. Oh, there had to, to sure. be.
2: I kind of wish there was just the broom. Because the, <laughs> the broom seems a lot cooler than she does. Yeah. 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 The broom is Like the you could ride star. the broom around, it would talk to you, you know, stuff like that.
0: Do you think that um, there's like a whole race of
2: broom people and there's like a, like a broom village? <laughs> mm. I hope so. That's good. Yeah. Which is it? Yeah.
1: They're mm. like, you know, we're better, like, we're good for more than just sweeping, you know. Or, or,
2: you know, or that you would live with, they would live with you, and they would clean up after you or something like that, or no. So it's sort of like a uh, like a little bonding,
0: like like a broom person will go out and choose you and live with you for a little while and learn your ways.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm thinking of, like, Harry Potter, like, house elves, but yeah, not... Yeah, like They only clean up. They don't really do anything else.
0: I, I like to believe that they have, like, a little... uh term of service with you for a little while and then they take their wisdom back to the broom people
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah
1: even though i don't know like i do you know the old superstition about when you move house you're not supposed to bring a broom with you like the broom is supposed to stay with the house I did not understand this until I moved into a house, and there were like five brooms here, and I'm like, "What's the what's the deal with the broom?" And um, so nobody
0: has ever owned a new broom in the n- world. No, there have been no new brooms you're, built since You're not supposed
1: to you're not supposed to take a broom with you. It stays with the house, and so maybe the broom people are like that too. I don't know. <sighs> I'm just saying. Uh Uh-oh. That doesn't look right to me. You said frying instead of flying.
0: So she's there in the woods, and she's trying to help the Rebellion find out where He-Man has been taken. So they have uh, some hope of saving the Rebellion, and she finds out uh, through like her little uh, scrying glass, her little magic image.
1: What she did was she cast magic onto, like, a root ball, and the root ball turned into a crystal ball, and I made note of that because I was interested. I
2: mean, she sat on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) She's, like, perched on top of it when she's conjuring it.
0: I think my brain rejected those details. Yeah, Yeah. and she's holding
2: hands with the other, I don't know who the other people were.
0: So she finds out that they're on Beast Island and the rebels are trying to figure out how to get there. And what did they have her do? They're just like, we need to get there. So we need you to just make us a spaceship. Uh.
1: Uh, and then here's the other annoying thing about Madam is that they ask her to do something and she wants to cast a spell and then she like miss says or miss hears words and then she say the wrong word and it's awful and, she, and, it's, and it's her bitch. and I cannot stand the bit. Yeah, because it's so
0: predictable and you're like, just get on with it. We know what's going to happen. So they're
1: like, how do we get to Beast Island? Hordex dudes all have flying ships and she's like, I can make a flying ship. measle muzzle, miss. Muzzle. and then she it's a frying pan boat and they're like you said a frying ship Then then she actually makes a magic flying ship and then they go in it
0: yeah you would think in all our goodwill toward flying ships just in general is already wasted because of how she made us uh, endure all her nonsense
1: And I gotta say, like, this is something that, like, you could imagine imitating as a little kid, but I do not remember this character at all. So I even thought it was annoying back then, apparently.
2: No, I, I, I distinctly remember her, and I did not like her. I, re- oh, I
0: remember when we were talking about putting this podcast together, Scott, I remember you warned me about her. You had such <laughs> such ill will toward her. You're like, you need to look at that clip before you get into this. And, and I remember it was, it was like some clip of her like bashing into a tree or something. Oh yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I assume that just happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's like, yeah, okay, so it's just well just... That's, that's what we're getting into, I guess. Yeah, it,
2: it was it was like you're like, oh that's Orco's funny and he's like he's like lighthearted and stuff like that, and then she she's comes in and you're just like, No, this is not Orco. No, Orco has 0.
0: Orko has like a really good creepy little little wizard look to him. She's she's just got like a like a dowdy little gardener sort of look to her, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they go from there uh, in the Whispering Wood looking for their friends to um, I guess some sort of like holding cell on Beast Island where He-Man's being held captive and they keep showing that, that one little piece of animation over and over throughout the episode of him struggling with the chains. And then um, Adora comes in to sort of check on the prisoner and um, He-Man starts trying to sow doubt in her mind about whether she's fighting for the right side.
1: Correct, and then also it is worth noting that uh, the the chains that He Man was bound by were a force field. So this is this is a tech island. You know they have magic tech. In case you were wondering about their magic system or their magic powers, um, this is this is a very technologically oriented island. They have surveillance. They have pneumatic tubes, which we didn't see this episode, but I wish we would have that transport people. They have all kinds of things.
2: It's it's weird because you know the the island is just like a bunch of Bones just hanging out, like <laughs> like it is, it's it's not very. You're like, where are the rooms at? Like it's just like a pile of bones sitting there. I don't know. It, it seems very, you know, not very structurally sound. I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. What <laughs> are uh, the building codes <laughs>
2: in uh, yeah. Is is that technology? Maya
1: Marshall says that you got to get all these people out of here. Bones not hold up. And they're like, I kill you. Never mind. Who's the fire marshal in Etheria? I don't know. Well, I picture they
0: all all those people. They're probably from Man-at-Arms family somehow. It's going to yeah. be some uh, mustache guy somehow, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Like, somehow he's one of the Horde, and he's kind of a robot, but also just a fire marshal. I don't know. He's real serious.
0: So when Adora's <laughs> talking to He-Man, is that the first time she mentions the Fright Zone? Because he said like, don't you know about all the totally lame stuff the Horde is doing? She's like, well, no, because I've been training my whole life in the Fright Zone.
1: Right. Yeah, and I do I do love the idea of the fright fright zone. And I love how how reasonable she is. She's ready to be, you know, she's open-minded, you know. She's not going to be like, "Liar." You know, she's just like, "No, okay. Well, I'll I'll check it out. I'm I am open to new ideas." Yeah, she
0: says something like, "I'll think about it" or something like that. But though no, I, I was, it's such a provocative uh, phrase, the fright zone. It make I I want to know everything about that. And I, I feel like I'd I'd be willing to read like tr- a trashy little side novel about it. I want to know about her training. I want to know if it's uh all if there are, like safety levels there or if you can die in the fright zone. It's, it's that's super cool. Well,
2: I've spent most of my life training in the fright zone. There's been little time to see the rest of Etheria.
1: Yeah, so they do get uh, waylaid by Hordak riding with Shadow Weaver in the awesome plane. And um, and they
0: don't make Grizzlor sit in the middle like their kid, like uh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Skeletor and Evil Lynn make uh, Beast Man sit in the middle.
1: Oh yeah, Grizzlor's back. He's back on Beast Island. He's uh he's doing like button pushing in one of the surveillance. Yeah, he's on. Gr- he's
0: like on guard duty, trying to yeah. trying to stay awake.
2: I, I I also find it interesting if um, We're going to if you look Somebody closely at something. his uh, control board after he shoots them down. Um, it says die die. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> That's pretty neat.
2: So much oh
0: we're looking at the uh we're look, Scott's bringing oh, up the yeah. image right now. It sure does. They they put like little loving touches like that in the episode. That's exactly.
1: nice. Keep your guard up everyone. This isn't called be silent for nothing.
0: And then we cut over to um the the rebels who are sort of crawling out of their wreckage and trying to hoof it on foot and then we see for the first time that uh battle cat can talk
1: right and then this is where he's getting really grizzled you know i I think they must have just felt like we really need a grizzled presence here on this team (laughs) and so it's battle cat um so the reason that he didn't totally die in that ship crash was because glimmer kind of transported them away uh, but she used all her magic powers because, like we said, Glim- Glimmer is not the red scrunchie girl on this team. She is, uh, she is, down several pegs. Um and so Glimmer is like I'm weak I need I can't walk and then <laughs> Battlecat like takes her on his back.
0: Yeah, they've been very Water careful to show back. her. Um, now, you, you know she can do stuff, but she's not quite up to the challenge of of leading 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 the rebels.
1: You know, I figured out too what it is. It's her color palette. She has a muted color palette. Oh. She is pink and lavender and blue, pale blue. You know, like we know Adora's gonna give us what mm-hmm. for because she's got like the red lip and the smoky eye and like you know that girl's doing some makeup and she got her a look you know and it goes from day to night flawlessly and so you know we know that she's got some leadership capabilities and um uh, glimmer not so much
0: I feel like glimmer if this were like a like a fantasy novel or something she would not survive the end of the story I feel like to pass the torch I feel like she'd have to have like a or or, or, or a little heroic death to, to pass the torch. But we probably won't get that <laughs> out of she right? No, no, I don't think so. We're gonna, we aren't going to get like a, like a Hordak cannon arm blowing through no. her guts or anything like that.
2: No. No, she might lose like a leg or something maybe. But, oh, then, that would and add, and Yeah, and you know, then her like a, to like be like in... Yeah. yeah she, she's like, she's gone now.
0: Like in Battlestar, that'd be a good character development for her, I think. Or like Deep Space Nine with Nog. Or something like that.
1: It will be just like Nug. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so, Battle Cat is going to be kind of like their uh, man-at-arms. That's
1: exactly what I wrote. I said he's like man-at-arms was in the first episode of He-Man. So, yeah. So, Battle Cat is now the the grizzled guy <laughs> leading them through their stupid plans. Or, you know.
0: <laughs> and uh, so, pretty quickly, because it's on Beast Island, they run into their first beast. And, which looks... Like what I could only describe as a muck monster I guess of
2: some sort. Yeah,
1: that does look like a monster. Like, you know, there's such care taken with Hordak and, and you know, all the really interesting organic tech that they have going on there. But then that was just like straight up mud.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, he had like a very simple shape. See, there's like no shading and he had like one spike on his back.
2: Yeah, yeah, they they, they phoned it in. They, <laughs> they, they're like we only, we only like skulls and, you know, th- 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 you know, H.R. Uh, Geiger stuff. Like, if we're drawing monsters, no. We just make it a mud monster.
0: It could have also been end-of-the-day issues for the animators again, too. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, we need a monster.
1: What does a monster look like? I don't know. Here, look, monster there.
0: Uh, this monster's not approved in my list of monsters that I told you I was going to draw. I, I, I'm assigned on for a Grizzlor and a Shadow Weaver. I don't know nothing about no muck monster. I got to be home at five. I have a scheduled five o'clock BM and I need to be there to get this done. You said you'd honor that and I'm drawing you a muck monster. And I'm getting home.
1: Yeah. And he was just Brown. Basically. He was a purplish Brown. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cu- the color guy also was yeah.
1: <laughs> brown <laughs> on that same schedule.
0: And I, I don't even know if I can relive the details of how they dispatch him, but uh, there's some dearie my uh, nonsense. She cast the wrong spells. Rizzle,
2: razzle, get rid of the vines. And it's yes. like, no, don't get rid of the vines. He was trapped in the vines. Yeah, yeah And then she had... get, and he gets out. And...
1: We've got Bo doing <clears> his deft <throat> maneuver with, with his you know, arrow. And uh, he, well, hold he hold it, yeah. ensnares the monster yeah. in some vines. But then Madam Raz, like an idiot, like messes it up by saying the wrong words in a spell. And then instead of taking turns smacking her, as they all should, <laughs> they're just like, well, uh-oh. And then I, how do they... What happens then? I feel I,
2: I, oh, so. So uh, uh, um, what is his What's his mustache man? Bo. Oh, Bo. We yeah, it's are... so Bo. Bo's running and he trips, and then so you think he's going to be you know eaten or whatever by the by the monster, and Battle Cat jumps on a on a tree, and then flings the tree's fruit at the monster's head. And then the monster just goes away. Well, spirit, now we'll prove to ourselves that He-Man was lying, huh?
0: So, uh, after getting rid of the mug monster, we cut over to Adora, who's actually going out on a secret mission.
1: Toy alert. This is where we see her fabulous horse, Spirit, for the first time.
0: Yeah, so this is this is something else that you can buy. So this uh, And my
1: friend Shauna did have the horse.
0: Now, did, did she, was it Spirit or was it the thing that well, Spirit turns okay, into? okay, it was
1: a thing that but it was both because first of all, all horses are beautiful. This is <laughs> girl fact 101. And like um I just think the difference is horses were,
0: represent freedom.
1: And then, yes, and they represent beauty also, and they represent, you know, strength of self. And, you know, also, it doesn't matter what spirit looked like and what spirit turns into, because, like, in our lives, these ponies were already real. Like, my little pony was, like, real, and they all had rainbow hair, so, like, I couldn't (laughs) even tell you. It was beautiful then, and then she was still beautiful later. Did
0: spirit have a smell? Did it have a scent? And was it, or was it intentional no. if it did?
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't a scented toy.
0: <laughs> yes, it smelled like chlorine because it was in the pool all the time.
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> but we get a great little sequence of her going out and seeing what it's like to live in Hordak Town. and We see uh, the uh, peasants being driven on a death march and one of the hordesmen is giving an old man who says he needs water a hard time and chucks him into a lake and uh, Adora is hiding behind a bush, not helping that guy at all, but being uh, dismayed about what she's seeing.
1: Well, she can't blow her cover. She could.
0: She could wait till he leaves and then go help.
2: No, he he was already out by then. Yeah, she she's just there to observe. They get, she was. A, he wasn't dying or anything. He just got thrown in the water.
1: That's true. So
0: basically, you two think what the horde did was totally fine. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, it wasn't <laughs> fine.
2: It wasn't fine. She's observing uh-huh. and she's realizing. That that it was it wasn't like terrible terrible but it was kind of terrible. He's not like he's not like holding his head under the water or anything. Right.
1: I mean, <laughs> if anything, the guy got a little break from like the toiling. You know, he got to take a little swim. All right. He's well, all right.
0: Uh, there's some horde recruiters as, <laughs> who would as, like to discuss as a scholarship slave scholarship opportunities with as, you. A,
2: a, as a, if I was a slave in that in that era, uh-huh. in that in that world, uh-huh. I think that would be one of the lesser like not-so-bad things that happened to me.
1: Right. Instead of getting like whipped
2: <laughs> or, like, We'd we'll be yeah, like, like, you wouldn't eaten. believe the
1: day I had. Like, it, it, that, that's not what a day, that's just, yeah, that's actually okay. Yeah, I
2: got tossed in water, and they're like, I've got my legs broken. <laughs> right.
0: Well, um, Hordak Tech would like you to know that they will pay for your first year of school if you enlist now.
1: Look, they've got good benefits, all right? And they have metal body parts.
0: So, this, is, so to your point, though, this isn't quite, like, uh, irrefutable evidence that the that the Horde is...
1: Okay, it is. It oh, is, it is? It is meant to be taken that way.
0: So, I'd like to think that... I would like to... What if...
1: She put that tick in the con column.
0: What, what if Adora had stopped her mission right there and decided <laughs> she was going to start a rebellion with just that evidence? She says, I saw one soldier... Throw one man in the lake. It's time for you to risk your lives and stand up to Hordak.
1: Right. Well, they already have a bunch of evidence. I mean, you know, she's the one who needs it. So if she would have stopped then, I don't know.
0: I guess that's true. So what, was, what were some of the, uh, other, oh, one of the other things she saw? She went to some for, farm where there was some little boy in a unitard who was pleading for them not to take his horse. <laughs> and his horse had like a terrible His horse was named Whitey
2: yeah whitey yep yep yeah don't take whitey <laughs> yeah
0: like that was there was just too much pitifulness and confusion in that scene but i think we can also put a tick in the negative <laughs> so, column <for, laughs>
2: Do you, you think he had other horses like brownie and <laughs> <laughs> brownie with black spotty <laughs> no
1: please don't take him shut up boy come on you miserable ragged father do something don't let him take whitey away
0: there's
2: nothing we can do son
0: so and then after they take his horse named whitey then we get to see some real dastardly stuff that uh one of the villagers is is saying that old lars some villager was complaining about how high taxes were so some hordak ship comes swooping in and just blows his house to smithereens (laughs) yes So they kind of lay down the law in Hordak Town.
1: Which is counterproductive, because he's not going to be paying any taxes now. I mean, you know, (laughs) what if you keep shooting your tax base, Horde? That's not going to help anything.
0: Yeah, everybody in this empire looks really poor. I have not seen any cities or or any tax base to speak of. There aren't any, like, crooked nobles or anything like that, that that we've seen. I'm not really sure how their economy works.
1: It's a tube-based economy. Pneumatic tubes.
2: Hello, boys. (coughs) The good can't see. Have a nice nap, fellas. All clear. Let's go. So uh,
0: then we uh, cut back to the rebels who um, have made it through all the beasts in Beast Island. Uh, Luckily, they only ran into the one. And then uh, they break into the building.
1: Yeah, which was some... Like, for all of her being tired five minutes ago, Glimmer has been refreshed. Yeah, she by, got a second win. Yeah, she got her She got her second win. They she gave got her, a little
0: Red Bull. I
1: was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say she riding on Battle Cat, like, chugging a Mountain Dew on a Red Bull. And she's like, all right, I'm ready.
0: I think she's got a Surge. I think she's drinking a Surge.
1: They have Surge in Etheria. They do. That's their <laughs> That's other where industry. It
2: I, just, I just want Jolt. Let's go back.
1: <laughs> she's she just real caffeinated
0: and there's lots of um checking corridors and escaping um like electronic lasers and stuff that Grizzlore is controlling from a control room
1: and he has all kinds of mechanical and um technological means of trying to detain them including the sealing off of corridors that always happens real fast like clank 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 metal doors and then at least one laser turret um, that did happen.
0: So he probably went to the same school that Beastman Man got his pilot's license. Like, yeah. this, like, their henchmen are
2: very well trained for.
1: They have associates degrees uh-huh. in their trades. I'm feeling at least. Well, I
2: mean, they, they could. They could. It's like it's like the army you join and then you like you're you're apprenticed to like you you get to choose like you're, you're gonna do build jet engines or whatever else you know. So you learn as you go, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're in the army still. Or Navy, whatever.
1: <laughs> so, Grizzlor was like, I want to do control room tech. And then they're like, Grizzlor, can you press the buttons right with your claws? And he's like, don't tell me what to do. I don't know.
0: <laughs> me, me kind of interested in photography, but me also interested in laser control system.
1: Right. Was
0: like, can you, can you clack your talons on these three keys? <laughs> me up to the task. Me, me, me learn how to use video editor. We, me can do it. Right. and, and Grizzlor is kind of like their beast man and he's just like this fuzzy teddy bear guy with two f- two fang like a two fang overbite and he's also got a leotard so in He-Man land they wear the fuzzy underpants in Hordak land everybody's got unitards Yeah, I, yeah that's yeah. probably the main difference in the two dimensions I think yeah, yeah yeah no yeah.
1: definitely Grizzlor
0: a Hordak
2: Grizzlor a Hordak <laughs> sorry. I just want to go back to the to the unitard slash. Yeah, uh, this is important uh, Uh for for underwear. Uh, As a choice, Uh which one would you choose? (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, I think the fuzzy underpants are more um, dignified because at least you can explain it away as being sort of like a Conan primitive land. But unitard, they're like we have a fully functioning civilization and we just think this is a good look. And I think that's more to be ashamed of.
1: (laughs) right
0: like he man's land they're like we can't do any better this is with our, the, our technology has reached the point where we understand lasers but not pants and so we right. can't be held accountable well, it's all magic. <laughs> so, so, they, don't,
1: they don't have a proper textile industry in eternity they or, just in eternia they just don't if
0: they were uh, go ahead sorry
2: no so it, it's fine i, it, I just say it's funny that they can they can make uh uh, a a smart alley car <laughs> right, but they, right. can't <laughs> they can't make pants.
1: Well. No pants are beyond them. Can't look out.
2: Welcome to Beast
1: Island Rebels.
0: So uh Hordax people break in just as the rebels have found He-Man.
1: Sure, but hang on. Just real quick, though. No, are we not going to talk about how Madame Raz was terrible again? Why did they bring her along on missions? Like, she was fumbling through a spell again and being very annoying. And, and, and what is the deal? I, 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 I,
2: I, well, it, it didn't fail totally. It, it did its job, I guess. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it didn't put them to sleep, but it made them sheep. So that made it. It's, it's pretty. They're incapacitated, at least.
0: You'd think they just like make her practice a little bit, but before they send her out on the street to, to actually take care of some stuff.
2: Do you think that it, uh, eventually, if she has casualties because of her, <laughs> because of her uh, faulty spells, you know, then like how, how many casualties do you think it would take before they stop taking her? Be like they'd be like, Bo died. And, <laughs> and and, you know it's like it's like we're we're down to like two or three people now and uh you know we can't take you anymore i don't know i would guess she'd spend a
0: lot of time trying to resurrect the dead people with like a a, like a comical series of spells that don't quite work Mm -hmm. and it's just real ghastly and upsetting when when they didn't work
2: yeah i'm I'm, I'm trying to think of what would turn out because of that so that would be what if they were all just
1: like her Uh 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 oh yeah maybe that yeah yeah all just there. really irritating zombies. Nobody wants that. I <laughs> would gonna be like, really? And, then, and then they're like, is that what happened to you, Madam Raz? And she's like, measles. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, dearie
0: my. Oh, dearie my. I must concentrate more.
2: Oh, so I just, I just wanted to say that, uh, that when, when Hordak comes in, he, he tells them to put them in an, an uncomfortable dungeon instead <laughs> of, Instead of I don't know why he needs to say uncomfortable dungeon. It's more like you know just just, just put them in a dungeon. Like do they have better dungeons? Well, oh, they have like a white collar prison. Like, dungeon? Yeah, like like a white yeah or white collar prison or a, a, a dungeon with a view maybe or maybe one that doesn't that has a toilet. You know I don't know yeah, yeah. what 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 is what is uncomfortable dungeon mean in that world.
0: Yeah, and what, and what sort of crimes get the different ones? Uh, For a sass mouth, you can be in tier one dungeon. And so it's like, almost they had to remind them. It's like, make sure it's one of the bad dungeons, Horvax. Right. <laughs> oh, yes, we'll make it an unpleasant dungeon. Right. Yes. No Nintendo in the dungeon that you'll be in.
2: Yes. I was trying to think of a horrible cable TV show. Or something <laughs> they had to watch, and that's the only thing that was on right. it.
0: You'll be sentenced us to watch Rizzoli and Isles <laughs> until you claw your eyes out.
1: That's that so mean.
2: Shall I have the rebel dogs taken to a cell, mighty one? Yeah, an
1: uncomfortable one. Like so, they're in jail, and then um, Cowl was left behind because he was unimportant apparently, and he just used like straight up computer skills, and then he like pressed some buttons, and He Man was free. So Cowl is ranking higher than Orko, in, in my in my estimation, and
0: Cowl Cowl is totally capable. He reminds me of um. Oh, uh, Merlin's owl, Archimedes, and Sword of the Stone a little bit. Like he's 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 oh, yeah. a guy who kind of knows what's going on, but he's he's also kind of goofy.
1: Yeah. I, I like cow. Yeah, he you? flies
2: too, so that's a bonus. Uh, yeah, he yeah. no, could just fly somewhere. Yeah, I, I you know what? They
1: didn't go overboard with him. I think is why he's just like a magical looking little dude, but then he just acts like normal. Like he doesn't have a shtick. He's not like Orco who's always needing you to pay attention to his magic tricks. Like he's just a he's just a helpful dude who's colorful. And I just, I just appreciate that. Uh. So
0: we have Cowell to thank for breaking uh, He-Man out so He-Man can break the rebels out of the prison. Is that yeah, where yeah. we are?
2: Yeah, he, he straight up busts that, uh, that, those prison doors. Okay. And then he like comes out go, and
0: uh, they're on like the rooftop for you the fortress North on West. Beast Island. Is
1: this the big moment that we all need to have a big discussion about? He man punches a tank. He has a tank pursuing him. I Let's mean see. to be
0: to be fair, all of Hordak's men are shocked and stunned that he did this.
1: <laughs> right. But he just did it very nonchalantly.
0: Well, it's yeah, it's just his his powers just become as powerful as as he as he wants them to be. We don't nothing can really stop He Man except for blindness and black pepper, as as we have seen.
2: Yeah, and I, I mean just 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 a little bit before they get out to the thing, he 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 smacks the ground and the ground like bubbles up, right? Yeah, like knocks the people over. So his his strength is. I don't know if he got strong did he get stronger in Shira
1: or Maybe he's just smarter about how to use his strength.
2: <laughs> this is true, yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's yeah, it's been it's been a couple seasons by then. So well, he's 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 he's, he's alive. using
1: his environment. That's smart thinking, He Man. You've gotten better at at your thing.
0: Well we know Glimmer's impressed because she does a little swooning at at all all his muscly feats.
1: Yeah, and then wasn't he just kind of dismissive yeah. of it? He was just like, yeah, whatever. You could do it, too. Like, what What did he say that anybody... Never mind. I just remember he, he did not seem... He was like, that's right. And then he just goes on. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Oh, you're incredible. All in a day's work. Now let's get back to Whispering Woods. There's a certain someone I have to find.
0: Right.
2: And then he decides to destroy the jail by pushing over a large <laughs> building
1: muscle pushing yes it's like a Not giant a leg bit. press machine that he uses <laughs> his arms on
2: yeah he's yeah. like he's like this this is about the size of a boulder i can push this over so i'm using this i got two more
0: sets
1: <laughs> <laughs> our rebels have escaped and so they're free to fight another day which is great and so uh, here is Adora rising up out of the ground, actually, to confront. I, I guess she has a, a lift. There's a lot of lift technology. In, she would know. In the crime she's, zone. she's been
0: she's been in the in the in the fortress a lot. I think she has she has free reign to come and go.
1: Well, so what has happened now is that she, she's she's going to confront Hordak in Shadow Weaver because uh, Adora got woke out <laughs> there in Etheria, and she saw what's up with the with the world.
0: Well, they have a little bit of like Shakespeare stage dialogue there where Adore is accusing them of all this stuff and and telling them that they run their empire like despots and then Shadow Weaver just sort of leans over starts whispering stuff into Hordak's ear and she's like "Like, remember where Adora came from and he's like oh yeah <laughs>
1: and
0: he's like totally forgot that she had uh, she she actually came from Eternia and, and might want to be good instead of bad
1: well you know that's the problem when you surround yourself with yes men all the time and like <laughs> statues of yourself you honestly forget that not everyone's into it and maybe And maybe there are other points of view Kordak.
0: So Shadow Weaver pops over beside Odora because she's getting a little little squirrely and she makes Odora go to sleep and she tells Kordak that when she wakes up she'll uh, be back under control again. But in the meantime Shadow Weaver is going to do a little research on this sword and find out why uh, it, it's so powerful and, and what they can do with it. And that it's kind of the cliffhanger uh, for us to continue into part three next time, right?
1: Correct. And there is yet another hit, uh, cliffhanger here. And, um, you know, we get a little insight on the relationship between Shadow Weaver and Adora. She says, am I not like a mother to you? So, you know, there's some complex emotional background here. Um, but
0: it's funny when she was saying that, she was sort of uh, waggling her um creepy chicken talon fingers right. in her face.
1: That's and, how you knew she was doing magic. Though. <laughs>
2: well, and the sparkles, the sparkles help.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. yeah the, sh- the shimmering and the sound effects that mm-hmm. was very helpful. Um, and then, and now Adora is unconscious and that's where we leave her. Well,
0: remember who she really is. Yes. Yes. So if we were going to rate the episode, I'm not going to rate this one as high as the original one because I really missed the henchmen. Um and we got way too much madam in this one. Ugh. So I'm going to go 2.9. 2.9 um
1: Spirit Gallops.
2: <laughs> 2.9 <laughs> Spirit Spirit Gallops. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just I, I, I wouldn't
2: want Rainbow Ears, but Rainbow
1: yeah. Ears. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome.
2: we so. like Spirit Gallops
0: is good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In honor of the first toy, uh, 2.9 Spirit Gallops.
1: I rank it three spirit gallops out of five because you know, first of all, Madam Raz cutting room floor, please. Uh-huh. Oh, it's way too much. I can't take it. But then also, as as uh, as uh, compelling as the drama was, and I did enjoy it, I um. And I hate like like I'm so tired of seeing our heroine incapacitated. Like I want to mm-hmm. see her like I'm, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready for it. All right, I'm ready for the reveal. I can't believe I got another wait. Like wait another episode before we get to see it. So three.
0: Okay,
2: Scott. Uh, I, I said earlier I I, I like the episode even though I mean it had a lot of magic. Um, had some. <laughs> we great, know your feelings about magic. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> had, had some great like. Like we were talking about, like art, in and you know, it was it was, it was good. I, I liked it. I don't know. And he punches a he punches a tank. I yeah, <laughs> well, it mean, should get it should I get mean, a little bit. It, of you're point just for that. you're just like, and you know, uh, was it Grislor? Mm-hmm. He's just standing there like, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just you're just like, what what just happened? Like, you know. So, I would like to have seen Shira this episode because you're like one episode back then, and then two, and you're like, oh, come on, really? Mm-hmm. But. You know, I, there's a lot of other good stuff going on. So, so we're really
0: deciding whether Hordak's awesomeness, Hordax castle's awesomeness can override Madam Zaza's foolishness.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I, I um, I, I block it out. Okay. I, I try to. All right, so
0: blocking it out completely, you would rate this episode? Yeah, three and a half. Spirit Gallops? Yeah, Spirit Gallops, yeah, yeah. Well, at this point, I think we'd like to uh, go ahead and thank our listeners and especially anyone who subscribed to the newsletter or emailed us a question. Um, Rebecca, do we have any listener mail today?
1: We have a dispatch from Kelly in Missouri. So Kelly tells us, When I was a child, I had a dollhouse with four residents, Catra, Michael Knight, a baby, and a, air quotes, princess of indeterminate origin. Katra, who we remember is the she villain who was one of the um, who was one of the henchmen that we missed. Yeah, she made here. lots of
0: cat noises out of everything. Yeah. Catra
1: <laughs> and Michael Knight were married. The baby was the princess. So obviously I believed that She-Ra and Knight Rider would make a good mashup and princesses reproduced through Parthenogenesis. By the way, the only evidence that she was a princess was that she was wearing a rust-colored lace ball gown, which which is a wonderful detail, and I love this. So with this as our backstory, if He-Man and She-Ra and others, you know, if you wanted to, were married to other fictional characters, who would they be? Also, if you could watch a mashup of He-Man or She-Ra and another show, what would it be?
0: Yeah, first of all, I was going to say, I think it's very funny and interesting that of all the she stuff, she had a Catra. I thought that was That's, great too, yeah. I, well, I would be curious to know if she picked that out herself or somebody took a chance on it. Um, and and did she have a or, Michael
2: or, or, or was the only one left in the store? And it was
0: like, <laughs> right, it was like and the grandma's like, like and Grandma's and like, like, this is Shira, I believe it says it on the box.
1: Right, that's how I wound up with like the orange rainbow bright doll. Uh huh. Yeah, it says and- rainbow bright. And right, did she have a right.
0: Michael Knight doll too?
1: Apparently,
0: that's so. Itch- this is very uh, esoteric uh, gifting. Uh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I had the car. Really? I, 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 didn't I didn't know not, they made any of this stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I I like Knight Rider a lot. So How interesting. Not, yeah. Well, like, we know they have attack track, so that's not too weird. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's true. I think I have one. Okay. I am going to suggest Man at Arms falls in love and marries the female transformer that was introduced <laughs> in the transformers movie that's um, beautiful because man at arms uh you know loves his technology stuff and i feel like he would have a really hard time connecting with um uh flesh women and i i feel like and as we've
1: discussed in our last episode he doesn't ever take his armor off it's basically just part yes of
0: that's true that's true and i feel like I feel like he would, he would feel like he could be more relaxed and be himself around, um, a robot lady, but then he'd be surprised because she's actually very warm and nurturing. And then they would just make a a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful couple.
1: That's lovely. Scott, do you want to sit this one out, or do you? Do you? Want to
2: I, I don't. I don't have anything that eloquent.
1: That is pretty beautiful. That's hard to top. That's that's. I think that's better than my idea that I came up well, with. Let's, say, let's hear it. Okay, my idea was I would like to see he- He-Man married to Missy Vaughn from Pee Wee's Playhouse because I think <sighs> that they have the same general stupid but upbeat kind of dispositions and like. He-Man, the strongest man in the, you know, the universe, and Missy Vaughn, the most beautiful woman in all of Puppetland. Uh-huh. I just think that those are good titles, and they, I think they would pair well together. So I would like to see them together. I think that would be a really good coupling. And then my idea for She-Ra, okay, here's my thinking here. She-Ra has a past where she has to confront that people she loves are evil, and then maybe she, she sees good in evil people, like, uh-huh. you know, Hordak is her dad, right? for goodness sake. So I'm saying she's going to go with Eric Raymond, the music executive of Starlight Music, uh-huh. who is the villain in Jim and the Holograms, and I think she could get the good out of him. I think
0: that would make <laughs> sense. I think it makes sense. And maybe he can even help her with business ventures.
1: <laughs> maybe so. Now, the question about the crossovers or the mashup with the other show. Like, Scott, you said your toys when you were growing up. Like, you just did. Like, He-Man was kind of its own thing. Did you ever have, like, a toy crossover that you did when you were playing with He-Man stuff ever? Or was it just all He-Man all the time?
2: Um, yeah, I had... Uh, uh, no, I wasn't He-Man all the time. I had... I, had, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Mask... Um, it was like the movie uh, with
1: Cher. Wait. No, no, no,
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. It was like uh, oh, he's talking about the Jim Carrey movie. No, 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 no. There's, there's. It was, it's, it's an acronym. M A S. I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah.
0: This is okay, like this is like GI Joe and the GoBots kind of. Yeah. It was like yes. an off-brand Transformers kind yeah,
2: of. Yeah, yeah. And I, am pretty sure that my grandma got it for me. Uh huh. And she got me a couple videos, and I, I was real excited about it. I don't know if I ever saw it on TV or I just watched the videos. Uh huh. But I really enjoyed it. And then I had some of the toys. And there's these other toys, too, that I used to play with with He-Man. They were... Um, it was weird. They had, like... They had lines. Like, you you could, like, hook two lines together. And they would, like, slide down the lines. Uh-huh. And then you, they had, like... They had like guns on their arms and stuff. It was it was pretty awesome. So I'd, I'd have He Man like slide down with them, <laughs> and like oh I'd, I'd have these strings going all over the place. My mom would walk in the room and like it just go, it'd just it go, go all. This sounds like a
0: parent's nightmare.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots of repelling in this crossover. There's world. lots of
0: canyons and fortresses. I could I could imagine just people ziplining all over Eternia and like sources being like is just. Chaos here right now. Everybody, calm down with the zip lines. Yeah,
1: we got zip lines and sea Like it's just, it's just a crazy world. <laughs> like,
0: how did this planet get so tacky so quickly?
2: Yeah, exactly. You're flying your sea doo. You get clotheslined by a zip line. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: did you? Will? Did you come up? Did you come up with a uh, mashup or crossover?
0: Oh, um... I think. I think I'm going to lean into the Beast Island motif. I feel like there was a lot more to get out of that, and I would like to see... So, He-Man meets um, uh, Dinotopia. So, it was like... Dinotopia is pretty much like He-Man, but with dinosaurs. And so, we're just adding more dinosaurs into He-Man, basically. Right, which
1: now means that you have all the dinosaur toys that you could buy.
0: Yes, and we're mounting lasers on every yeah, yeah, part of course. their body.
2: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, have, you have to mount the lasers yeah. on, the, on the dinosaurs. <laughs> Judging
0: by Kelly's uh, description of her dolls and stuff, I'm gathering that this idea is very interesting to her, and she loves <laughs> lasers and dinosaurs and boy <laughs> stuff a lot. So I'm actually very pleased by this answer.
1: Well, it's the toy. The toy makers love your answer. All <laughs> right, I think they would. They would put a, a typewriter in front of you and tell you to go to <laughs> town writing that right now. Like,
0: Just write what you want.
1: <laughs> Draw me five toys. <laughs> like, no, I think my spinoff. Okay, when we were little, my sister and I had this sort of like master pretend universe called the Kayfee world and Kafee was the girl character that I played. And then we played all of the characters and she was a child star and an actress in many things. All right. Okay. In the Kafee world, one of our favorite things to play was called Roxanne's cafe. And that was Kafee's older sister, Roxanne and her other older sister, Samantha, who were glamorous women, you know, of, of the time.
0: So far sounds good with he, man.
1: Yes. (laughs) Shh. They had a restaurant called Roxanne's Cafe, okay? And then, so, like, the the way that you play it is, like, you're running a business, and it's Roxanne's Cafe. And to be like, hey, there's an order. This guy wants a hamburger and french fries. And then the person taking the order says that. And she goes, got it? And then the cook says, got it. And then the waitress goes, good. And that's how you play Roxanne's Cafe. Okay, so okay. Roxanne's Cafe was, like, a really fun game that we played. And then I also have distinct memories of being in, like, church nurseries when I was, like, itty-bitty and being, like, what do we want to play? Let's play Mel's Diner. Like, we would play pretend with our bodies uh, uh, an imagination based on the TV show Mel's Diner. (sighs) So I'm saying I would like to put all of those together with Shira and see them in the spin off world of Mel's Diner where she's telling people to kiss her grits and all that stuff. Do you all know what show I'm talking you know you know what show I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. It was it was like it was uh early so they, days. So they're
0: getting away from all their uh, justice and saving the world and they just wanna open a open, yeah, open their just, own business. She's
1: gonna run a diner. And she's going to be sassy, and they're going to have hijinks, and that's what I want to oh, see. Oh,
0: you know Madam is going to be there, and she's going to be like no, six she is not. tables. Okay,
1: <laughs> if I'm in charge of the spinoff, she is not allowed. Okay, that's just not happening. Oh, but I, anyway, they, there I will be a they diner. said they
0: wanted chicken salad, not salad with chicken. Oh,
2: dearie my.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: It would be chickens. <laughs> yeah, and then they would <laughs> get turned
1: into chickens. No, y'all, don't pollute my beautiful idea with Madam Raz. I'm so upset.
0: I hope this helps you, Kelly. Thank you very much for the question. Uh, If anybody else has a comment or question for the show, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com.
1: And now a few production notes. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or on our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. And, of course, you can download us on iTunes, where you can also leave us a review. Reviews help people find the podcast so it can grow. Please sign up for the newsletter through our Facebook page or website, and we can let you know when new episodes are out. Finally, if you have a question or comment for the show, please email us at rumors at the wizardsnightshirt.com. Thanks. We appreciate your support.
0: That's our show for today. We want to thank you for listening and please remember to please remember not to trust your parents because they might secretly be evil overlords.
1: And a punch a tank.
2: That's good.
1: I must concentrate more.